Okay, so Be'ezras Hashem, we're continuing with the Yat Kislev Joshua from the Goyen and the Tzaddik of Yitzchak Maya Morgenstern Shlita from Tafshin Pei Aleph from last year. And tonight is going to be the third installation of this Mimer. And what we discussed last night was how the secret of Bittal and the secret that the Rebbe keeps informing us about which is that Panimia Satora in its essence is there to transform the lowest elements of our lives, even Tohu, even, t- even Shvira, even Atzvus, and to give us insight into how that can also play a role in Avodah Hashem. So the Rebbe takes a detour, a Milsav Agav Orcha, to teach us that what this means is that it's specifically in our generation that we have access to these teachings. And I believe that the two elements of the Mimer so far go hand in hand. The first element of the Mimer is teaching us the secret of Ayili Shor V'chamor, what it means to look at the Chaymer HaKadmon, what it means to contemplate the loftiest places of existence, the birthplace of being, the instantiation of limitation, that Chaymer HaHiyuli. What does it mean to understand through the Bina within Chachma that in order to encounter the lights of Mashiach, in order to encounter the Pidyon and the Torah of Hasidus, it has to be by way of elevating Shvira, elevating Atzvus, elevating that aspect of Tohu or the Nekudos, which we so often identify as negative, but in truth, based on the Rashash and based on the Torah's Chacham, the Rebbe has shown us already that they are seen not only as not negative, but rather fundamental elements in the process of Vedas Hashem. So the first element of the Maimur is focusing on the fact that that which is lower is ultimately going to be shown not only to also be part of the sugya, but essentially it's going to be the specific place that we uncover the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Then the Rebbe introduces us to the secret that you might think that the Torah of the Tzadikim and the Yechideh Hadoros, the Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu and Rashbi and the Arizal and the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh and Rabbeinu Nachman Ben Fega and all of the Tzadikim from the different Zramim was only Shaykh to that time where it was being revealed it was only shaykh to that time where people had shaykhs to bittel, where people had a havana of what bittel meant, but perhaps in our lowly generation, perhaps in the space that we find ourselves in, devoid of any understanding of what bittel is, not even understanding the lowest level of bittel. And this is the Rebbe speaking to us. But specifically, we see that it is in our generation, when we are like a, a nana sagabe anak, like a dwarf on the shoulders of giants, it's specifically down here in our generation that we need to believe most deeply in the light of the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh, that we have to believe that we can make Yehudim Kamaischa, that we can enter into the realm of Yehudim just like the Baal Shem Tov taught us, and that is the Iker Nakuda of Isha Yisraeli, to fight the darkness, to fight the despondency, to fight the Atzvus, and to believe that we also have a shaykhis to the Gilu of Panimiya Satoru. So again, what we've had in the first two setups is reminding us that that which appears lowest and that which appears to be devoid of the light of Yichud and the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in truth the specific place that we're going to learn to uncover that light, specifically in our generation, when we're machshiv, our avoida, even though we don't feel it, even though we don't know it, nevertheless, when we're machshiv, our pretending, that's how we're going to understand how to be mahapich, the tachton, into the elyon, and how to be megala, the secret of vayihili shor v'chamor, the secret of the histaklus on the chaymer and how it's specifically from down here that we can gaze and, and ultimately understand the deepest levels of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence in the world. Now what the Rebbe is going to introduce us to is returning back 
to the sugya of Shvira, to that sugya of Tohu, to that sugya of the world of Atzvus. And he's going to teach us what it means to be metapa with that, what it means to enter into that space of Katnus, into that space which appears to be so devoid of Kedusha. Yet we're going to learn how to elevate it and transform it so that the Tohu is not in opposition to the Tikkun, the chaos is not in opposition to the rectification, but rather it becomes a fundamental element that drives the entire process of Tikkun itself, like we saw in the name of the Taurus Chacham al according to the rules of Kabbalistic relativity, where everything applies everywhere, dependent on our relative positioning, we're going to understand how Tohu is not only not a stira to Tikkun, but the ultimate purpose is to uncover the secret of Tohu de Kedusha, that Atzvus de Kedusha within the realm of Tikkun, that Libo Doig Bikirbo. Zak the Rebbe. So here the Rebbe is introducing us to the very basic concepts as explicit in the Arizal, especially when seen through the Drusha Das from Rav Vital, which the Rashash felt was significant enough and essential enough to place at the heart of Rechav Asanar, and the Jurash Adas, which Rav Chaim Vital, whose yard said it was last night and today, teaches us that it's a Jurash Yakar Ma'od, that when a person understands the Jurash Adas, that they have the access, the key to understanding the entirety of the Kabbalah of the Arizal. So we know that the Shvira took place because the oires of Ben, the oires of Nekeva, the oires of the vessels came out in the wrong way. And we said that the Leshem points out at least 11 reasons that can be found in the Arizal as to the origination of the symptoms of Tohu and the cause of the Shvira. And in order to be metakin the Shvira, in order to fix that ore that came out of the Enayim of Adam Kadmon, that came out of the eyes of Adam Kadmon, there needed to be a Giloy of the Shem Ma, which is another permutation of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's name. This time, it's not simply the doubled of the Shem Havaya, which is the Gematria 52, which is representative of Oedem Atohu and the Nakeva and the Shem Ban, but rather it's going to be the Shlemus of Tikkun, which is the Shem Havaya spelled out in full with Alephs, which is going to be the gematria of Adam, which is going to be the gematria of Ma, and that ore that comes from the Meitzach of Adam Kadmon Kavyachol, that light of rectification that emerges from the forehead, so to speak, of Adam Kadmon, as explicit in the writings of the Arizal, is what comes down, unifies itself with the lights of Ben, unifies itself with the lights of Shira, and creates the world of Olam Hatikun. Famously, the Arizal points out that the stage of Tohu, which is the Shem Havaya, which is the gematria of Ben of 52, is the gematria of Behema, of an animal, which represents something that is without order, without Das. It's operating in a state of chaos and sadness. And the Tikkun, which is correspondent to the Shem Ma, which is the Shem Havaya spelled out with Miloy Alfin, is the gematria of Adam, because the Tohu, the Shvira, is the Behema, and the Tikkun is the Adam. And the yichud of the two of them is Adam and Behema together, which is the secret of Adam u Behema Hashem, as we're going to see. So we know that 
the light of Tikkun came out from the forehead of Adam Kadmon, as expressed in the writings of the Arizal, to fix the Oiris of Tohu, the lights of chaos, that world of Atzvus, which correspond to the Shemos of Ben. But here what the, what the Rebbe is doing is he's splicing together the Kabbalah of the Arizal, the explicit Kabbalah and teachings of the Arizal with the interpretations, with the Mahalach and Havana from the Bal HaSulam, as well as the Bal HaLeshem, who discusses this as well in Klal Tes Vav, in Klal Hispashtus the Stalkus. But one of the central points in the Bal HaSulam's Kabbalah, and the Rebbe has an entire mimer on this, is the concept of the Gimel Kaven, the three lines through which HaKadosh Baruch Hu operates all of existence. There's the Kav Yamin, there's going to be the right line, there's the Kav HaSmoil, the left line, and the Kav HaMsoi, which is the central line. Now, this is clear as well when it comes to our understanding of the Sviros. The 10 Sviros can also be broken up into the Gimel Kavin. The right line is going to be the line of Chesed, the left line is going to be the line of Din, and the middle line is going to be the line of Rachamim, which is wedged in between the Chesed of the right side and the Gvura of the left side. These three lines Lines correspond as well to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, Avram Avinu, who was the Isha of Chesed, who was Oheves Abrios, that represents the right side, the Kav Yamin. Yitzchak Avinu, who is the Gevura and the Pachad of Yitzchak, which is severity, constriction, withholding, is going to be the left side. And Yaakov Avinu, who is the Bechir Sheba Avos, who is Yoshev Oyhalim, who occupies the Ohel of Avram and the Ohel of Yitzchak, is going to represent and be identified with the central pillar, which unifies the two polar of the left and the right as the central pillar. Now, when we look at the spheros, so the spheros that occupy the right line are going to be chesed. I'm sorry, it's going to be chachma, chesed, and netzach. On the left side, it's going to be baga, which is bina, gvura, and hod. And the middle line is going to be dati, which is das, teferes, and yesoid. What the Rebbe is saying here is that the hisoirus, or the giloi of the shema, the giloi of the tikkun, what is the tikkun? The tikkun, as we understand from the Safar Ditznusa, is the mitkala. It's the balance between two polarities. Shvira, shattering, takes place as a result of binary oppositions where there are polarities of the left and the right of the Orus and the Kalim that have no relationship with one another. And the Tikkun is going to be the Kav HaEmsoi, that unifying principle, which allows the lights and the vessels to operate in unison. And which is why the lights of Tikkun come out from the Meitzach of Adam Kadmon, which is associated with the central line. We understand that the middle pillar, it goes down to Malchus, then it goes up to Yesoid, then it goes up to Teferis, then it goes up to Das, then it goes up to Keser, all the way up to or in Sof, that central pillar of the spheros, which go all the way down to the bottom and all the way up to the top, is going to be identified as those oros of Kalim, so uh, as those oros of Tikkun. So the Rebbe is pointing out that the Tikkun to the Shvira is the Kava Emsoi, that central line that unifies opposites, which is referred to as Maha Chadash. And what the Magid of Mizrich, whose yard said it is, Anyat Kislev, teaches is that this shame Ma. What does it mean to have access to this or of tikkun, this unifying principle? It comes from the language of venachnuma, as as Moshe Rabbeinu said, venachnuma. We are nothing. What are we? That darga of bittel, as we said, that chachma, that koyach of ma, because. 
all tikkun is bittel. The more mevatel myself I am to the lights that come from beyond me, to the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that exists beyond me, permeating me and surrounding me, the more I get out of the way, the more tikkun there is. The more I live in a sense of egoism, of ana emloch, I live in a world of shira, I live in a world of ban. But when I enter into a place of bittel, of venach numa, that's where the lights of Tikkun come down from. Vihine b'moichin the Yisrael Saba v'tvuna yesh stira ben kavim and kav smoil ba'idem ha'chodesh nasa tikkun. So what the Rebbe is saying over here is as follows: that in general there are going to be two gradations of moichin, two stages in which we comprehend Hakadosh Baruch Hu. There are going to be the moichin of Yisrael Saba and Tvuna, which are identified as Yashsut in the writings of the Arizal, and there's going to be the moichin of Abba ve'ima Iloyin, which are a higher level of moichin. And in accordance with the Drushadas, Abba ve'ima Iloyin represent Chachma. In that place of Chachma, there's no stira. Everything is clear. It's the ore of Tikkun. But in the Moichin of Yashsut, which is the lower, the lower perspective, which is associated with Bina, in that place there's a stira bin kav yamin kav small. There's an argument in the place of Tohu, in the place of Itzavon in that place of brokenness, there's a battle between the expressivity of the right side and the constriction of the left side. And it's only through that unifying pillar of the Kava Emsoi, that Mahachadash, that comes along to fix everything. The Rebbe says as follows: Vihine aliyadehat simsum nishar ois yud v'naasemi menu acharkach avir kadmoin v'hem devarim amukim. So over here, I believe that the Rebbe is basing this nukuda on a teaching from the Ramchal in Adir Bamarum that talks about the concept of the avir kadmon. But suffice it to say that there is a way of looking at simsum that says that prior to the simsum everything was filled in its totality with the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with an orient sof that saturated all things. And what the tzimtzum did is it removed all of that light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, only to remain the irreducible point of remainder, because there can never be a true absence completely, and that irreducible point of remainder is the tiny black dot of the yud. And that yud becomes the central point in the halal. That becomes what we refer to as the the lowest level of the infinite that remains even after the infinite removed itself through the tzimtzum. So through the tzimtzum, even though the tzimtzum is an act of emptying out the halal hapanoi, there's a way of looking at it as simply getting rid of everything except that irreducible point of the yud. And that yud, which remained in the halal hatzimtzum, which was that irreducible point of potentiality of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Yud was then surrounded by a light that came in after the Tzimtzum. And when you have the Os Yud hidden within an ore that comes to conceal it, you have the word Avir. And that air, Avir Kadmon, that original air that filled the Chalal HaPanui is seen as that which remained after the Tzimtzum. Vehim Devar Mamukim, and these are very deep matters. Vehaiker Yesh Lahavin. And the essential thing that we have to understand is as follows. That in the beginning, in the world of chaos, in the world of Yisrael Saba Vetuna, where there's a machlokas between the expressivity of the Kav Yamin and the constriction of the 
kav small, where a person sees a stira between the two polarized experiences of the self. In that place where there's no rectification, it's a world of sadness and despondency. A person feels low about themselves. The achar tikun, and what's the secret of tikun? The secret of tikun is the tikkun is to unify those polarizing opposites which create the discordance within the self, which is the birthplace of atzvus and marashchayr, of sadness and despondency, to enter into that place of bitl vanachnuma, that maha chadash, which comes and unifies those two polarized statements. And even more so, it's not enough that we enter into the shame of the maha chadash. And when we dig down deep into the oiris of Ma, what we come to uncover is the light of Chachma, which is the Bittl B'Metzias. Because through the revelation of that central pillar that unifies the polarized opposites of the world of the Shvira, through that expression of that light, we have now access to dig even deeper into the light of rectification. Not to be satisfied with the original expression of the light of rectification, that original level of bittel that gets rid of the atzvus, but once I'm mavata myself, I have to be mavata myself, od v'od. And through that first bittel, we are nichnasim lepnimius, we go even further in. Kamo haknisa lepnimius yash, shasham hu abba iloyen, shahu Just as when a person digs down deep into the meichen of yashut, into the meichen of Yisrael Sabavatuna, which correspond to bina and the darga of shvira, if I dig down deep enough, I come to uncover the lights of ava b'ima iloyen, which is the darga of Chachma, they're not separate than the Shvira, but rather they're nested and buried down deep within the concealment of Yashsut, which is the secret of Bittl B'Metzias. And after Bittl B'Metzias of Chachma, I can go even deeper, V'yoyser B'Pnimias, I can move even further into the lights of Bittl, which is the darga of the Bittl Be'etzem, which is the Madriga of Keser. At that point, I can enter into an even loftier Bittl, because Yesod goes literally all the way up to the top. And even after that, even the Keser, even our highest level of understanding, that Hiyuli, that Chaymer Kadmon, is still only an element of after the Tzimtzum. It's the Yud that was Nishar that remained after the Tzimtzum concealed within the Or. And even the highest level of Bittal Ba'etzem is still prior to the Tzimtzum. The Ha'ikr, but the essential Sod of Bittl, who is to go even further than the Avir HaKadmon, to return back into the secret of the Tzimtzum, and to transform the Tzimtzum, to come to understand that the Tzimtzum was Lav Kipshuto, and that the Tzimtzum itself, which in truth seems to be the concealment of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is in fact the deepest expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because as we know from the Tzadikim, it takes a lot more strength for someone to withhold themselves than to reveal themselves. And on a certain level, as the Balatanya teaches, teaches us, and all of the tzaddikim teach us, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's giloy through the tzimtzum is on a certain level, a much higher level than HaKadosh Baruch Hu's giloy through the kav or ein sof that comes afterwards, because on a certain level, the kalim themselves are rooted in a loftier place than the light. And our ikr is to be mahapich the tzimtzum, to go into that place of tohu, to go into that place of sadness, and to be mahapich, and to transform the darkness of nighttime and despondency into the brightness of the day, which is the secret of halayla kiyom yair, 
that the night shall shine bright like the day, transforming all darkness into light. That the darkness itself should be transformed into its entirety expression of life. Not that we should get rid of the darkness and run to the light, but that we should sit with the darkness, transform the darkness, and reveal that darkness itself is light. Which is the secret of Nirchanaka, which as we saw in the Maimer of Yat Kislev from Tafshin Pei Beis, is the only giloy that follows Yat Kislev. That Yat Kislev is a hachana for the Oris of Hanukkah, which is the ability to be mahapech the tzimtzum into an or, to be mahapech darkness into light, to be mahapech the katnas of Yashsut into the godless of Abba Ve'ima, to be mahapech the atzlus of the toihu into the light of Bittel that comes along with Tikkun. And the Rebbe continues, hu. And again, following through with this pagisha, this encounter with Yaakov and the Sarushal Esav, as we saw, that Yaakov Avinu cried out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu based on the name Yisrael, which was the name that the Sarushal Esav gave to Yaakov. Now the Rebbe is going to go even further and show how this battle, this engagement between Tohu and Tikkun is ultimately the engagement of Yaakov and Esav. The Pasuk says, that the house of Yaakov is like fire, and the house of Yosef is like a spark that goes out to destroy the home of Esav, which is like something that is made out of kash. And again, here we have the Dargos of Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David. We have Beis Yaakov and we have Beis Yosef. Hashem, because somebody who serves HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that the Oyver Hashem who enters into this Avoida of Yat Kislev, into the Avoida of Vayibli Shor Vachamor, the Avoida is to take all of the sadness in the world and transform it into opportunities to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to recognize that the bitterness and the distance and the feelings of forlornness that every Oyved Hashem encounters in their lives, not to run away from that, not to feel that it's only Tohu, but to utilize those experiences to transform that Atzvus into an Atzvus de Kedusha, which is the Darga of Libo Doi Bekirbo, that worrying at the heart of the man, which is the vulnerability necessary to understand this avoida to be mahapech all of the atzvus and any moment that there's a certain hargasha of atzvus of distance and in truth what we have to understand is that every time there's a moment of sadness that emerges in our lives anytime there's a moment of tohu in our lives in truth it's simply an aspect of shvira that is there to be me'orer that drives the experience of throwing ourselves even deeper into the light of tikkun. That the entire tachlis of the atzvus of the shvira is so that we can throw ourselves even more into the bitl of tikkun. The tzaddik and the tzaddikim they don't look at atzvus bechlal. It doesn't exist for them. Because all of Shvira is just a hechetimsa to be megalim more tikkun. As we're going to see, the external perspective sees Shvira and tikkun, tohu and tikkun, sadness and tikkun, sadness and bittel as two polar opposites. At the Darga of Yashsut, they seem to have a machloikas. The Kafa Yamin and the Kafa Smol are in contradiction to one another. But through the Oiris of Chachma, through the Oiris of bittel that comes along with the Maha Chadash, that's Yotzim and Ametzach, that's rooted in the highest point of the Avir Kadmon, all the way up 
to the secret of Or in Sof, that is Mahapich the Tzimtzum, into Or, that Darga of Hesyachdus has the ability of showing that Atzlus and Tikkun, or Tohu and Tikkun, are not two separate entities, but they're two stages of the same exact expression. And if Tohu and Tikkun are two stages of the same expression, then Tohu, like we saw in the name of the Torah's Chacham, is a mechanism, is a level of Avodah Hashem, which propels us into an even deeper experience of Tikkun itself. And what Yaakov Avinu was davening when he davens Takadish Baruchu while speaking to Esav, saying, I have the aspect of Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David. I have the aspect of Shor, which is a stockless, which is the Bina Shabachachma, the Havin Bachachma, which gives me the ability to be Ma'ayin, the deepest secrets of the Bittal of Chachma, not to simply hear or see the Bittal of Chachma like a thunderbolt, but rather to contemplate it in a real way. So Yaakov Avinu is davening to be Mavato, the Klippa of Edom, and the Klippa of the Erev Rav, which are a combination of the Shor and the Chamor, which is the Isser of Shatnas, of, of bringing a Shor and a Chamor to thresh together, as all of the uh, Tzadikim point out. The Atta, but now, Anu Begalus we find ourselves in the last station of exile. Ach Ledas, but what we have to understand is Shanitzas Echad Mibes Yaakov Yachal Isrev Kalakashal that at this point, like we said, in spite of the fact that we're in the lowest point of Galus, in spite of the fact that we find ourselves at the lowest station, all it takes is a singular spark from Beis Yaakov to destroy the entire straw home of Esav. Because like we said, we're a nanas al gabe anak, we're a dwarf on the shoulders of giants. And even though it seems impossible, all it takes is the slightest gesture towards Kedusha to negate that darkness of Esav of an Erev Rav, and that is the secret of Neros Hanukkah, that is the secret of the singular spark that comes out to be Mavatel that Choshech. Zat the Rebbe V'tzarech Ragel. we have to train ourselves, Lachshayv B'Shemos HaKadoshin, we have to train ourselves to contemplate the names of HaKadosh Baruch like we saw in the name of the Balasulam that the Rebbe brought down earlier, that contemplation of the Shemos and engaging in what we might perceive as Yehudim are not the mechanisms that draw down the light of HaKadosh Baruch because we're so far from that. But rather, they're bederach segula, and like we said, a segula is an action that bears no relationship with the outcome of that action. A segula is I do something, and in spite of the fact that this action has no possible explicit way of drawing down what I expect, nevertheless, by engaging in that behavior without knowing how or why, I somehow uncover the hashpa of the segula. So too with regards to the contemplation of the shemos hakadoshim, that even though we have no shaykhs to these nyanim, even though we don't know what bittel or even the lowest level of bittel means, as the Rebbe said. Nevertheless, we have to believe in our pretending to contemplate the Shemos HaKadoshim. We have to train ourselves and get into the habit of thinking about the Shemos Havaya, thinking about the names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of closing our eyes and trying as hard as we can to see as hard as it might be, as sullied as our eyes might be, to believe that the Yiddish heart, the Yiddish Neshama, the Yiddish eyes have the 
the capacity of seeing nothing but the Shem Havaya. But we're not contemplating the Shemos of HaKadosh Baruch Hu like some sort of externalized Kabbalist who is doing it for the sake of Yeshus or Gaiva or saying, look at me, look at what I'm able to contemplate. Because in truth, to be a Mekubal Amiti, to be someone on that Darga, a person has to come close to an absolute negation of physicality, close to the Darga of Nevuah, which we obviously have no Shaykhas to. So to pretend that we're trying to reach those Dargos is already in Avoid in Yeshus. It's trying to be something that we're not. But we still have to contemplate them in the way of simplicity, of saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I know it's not real. I know it don't deserve anything. But here I am trying to think about your osios. Here I am trying to think about your name. Nevertheless, we have to think about the holy names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because this is a clear path of transforming sadness. And to bring ourselves into that space of tikkun, of mahachadash, of that unification that aligns the right and the left, those polar oppositions in our lives, which is the secret of the Oilam tikkun which is the secret of rectification. And the Iker, like we saw already in Tafshin Pei Beis, and we're seeing throughout this, as the Magad of Mizrich points out, the Iker is bitl. The Iker is getting out of the way. The Iker is not thinking so much about ourselves. The Iker is not taking our spiritual temperature every second. The Iker is to get out of the way and make room for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, from level to level until the highest level of bitl Ba'etzem, which is the Darga of Keser, and even more, like we said, Va'ad Tainug Ba'elikus, until the highest level, which is the abundant pleasure that one feels when they understand that everything is Eloikus, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is present everywhere. And through the Tainug and Eloikus, through the pleasure that we take in the contemplation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name, and throwing ourselves with abandonment into the Avoidah of contemplating Hashem's name, even though we have no Shaykhus to it, that's how we get rid of the Atzvah of Beis Esav, Shua Machshavish L'Atzvah that comes about in the form of thoughts of sadness and despondency, judging myself negatively, not believing my avoida means anything, not believing that I have a capacity to connect the light of the Baal Tov, which we said was the Pagam of the Gid Hanasha, which the Malach, the Sarashal Esav hit, Vuha Erev Rav, this is the secret of the Erev Rav, that parts of us, Sheim Machnisim Banu Atzvus, that bring about sadness within us, and it's only through the candles of Hanukkah, which are representative of the Yehudim, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is the Yehudim, the Gimel Yehudim of Havaya Eke, Havaya Eloikim, and Havaya Adnus, Shem Gimel Yehudim, Shatzarach Bechol Eis, Lachshav Behem, Kamei Shukasav Bigar Seyidu, Shashalach HaBal Shem Tov HaKadosh. Now, very briefly, what we're going to end with right now is this secret of the Ner Hanukkah. So what the Rebbe is pointing out is that the way to break free from the Atzvus, the way to break free from all of the Katnas is to contemplate the names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is indicated and expressed in the Avoid of Hanukkah. Why? Because the Ariza points out in Priyat Chaim and Shara Kavanos that there is a Yichud Na'eh. There is a very beautiful Yichud or a contemplation or unification that a person has to contemplate in their mind's eye when it comes to the Ner Hanukkah. That Nair is the gematria of 250, and 250 is also the gematria of the three major Yehudim. Now, Yehudim are inner experiences that one feels, each one according to their own level. 
experiences of divine contemplation and contemplation of the names themselves, which elevates us out of darkness and sadness. And the three major Yehudim, which in their total combine the gematria of 250, which is the gematria of Ner, are going to be the Yehudim of Eheke and Havaya. Eheke and Havaya is the Yehud of the Moichin. The Moichin are the gematria of Eheke, which is Anaz Amin Lemeheve, something that is not yet present. Eheke is the gematria of 21, in addition to the 26 of the Shem Havaya, by connecting my thoughts to the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's the gematria of 47. That's the Yichud of my thoughts with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Then there's going to be the Yichud of Havaya Eloikim. Havaya Eloikim is the Yichud of HaKadosh Baruch Hu with the Darga of Eloikim, which is my emotions, my Midos, the limited expressions of myself, which ultimately in combination are going to be the gematria of Eloikim is 86, the gematria of Havaya is 26, and added together it's 112, so that's the gematria of Yabok, of Yichud, Bracha, and Kedusha. So we have the first Yichud, which is Eke and Havaya, which is the mind with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Then we have Havaya and Eloikim, which is the Midos with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, finding Hashem in my emotions. And lastly, we have the Yichud of Havaya Admus, which is the gematria of 91. So 91 plus 100 112 plus 47 equals 250, which is the gematria of Nair. Havaya Adnus represents the unification with myself on my bodily experience with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So these three Yehudim, the Gimli Yehudim of the Yichud of Nair, that Yichud Noah of Kavana of Nero's Hanukkah is the Yichud of my thoughts with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Yichud of my emotions with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the Yichud of my actions with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which are, as the Rebbe points out, the Gimli Yehudim Shetzarech Bechol Eis, Lachshov, something that a Jewish person has to think about all the time. In the famous letter that the Balshemtov wrote. So this was the letter that the Balshemtov wrote to his brother-in-law, Rav Gershon Kitaver, who studied a little bit in Beit Kale under the Rashash. And famously, what the Baal Shem Tov writes to his brother-in-law, Rav Gershon Kitaver, who was originally from the Kloys of Brody, was as follows, that I came and I ascended the Yesoyed Hayyidua, the Amr Hayyidua, I had an Aliyah Sanashama into Shemayim, and I entered into the Heichel of Mashiach Tzidkenu, and what I asked Mashiach Tzidkenu was, E Masai Ka'asimar, when are you going to arrive? And Mashiach Tzidkenu's response to the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh was, When you're teachings spread forth like wellsprings, and when they are capable of being miyached the Yehudim like you are. And the letter goes on that the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh lost hope at that moment, because he said, how is it possible that they're ever going to be able to be miyached Yehudim like me? And what the Baal Shem Tov continues to write is that there's Gimel Yehudim, there are three known Yehudim, and the Meforshim point out that these three known Yehudim are the Yichud of Ner, the Yichud of my thoughts with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, finding Hashem in my thoughts in all of their cotton finding Hashem in my Eloikim, in my Midos, in all of its smallness, and finding HaKadosh Baruch Hu in my Adnus, in my body, in my Maisa, in all of its smallness. And at that point, we have the capacity of transforming the Olam into an Olam and believing in our capacity to rectify things. Tomorrow night, Be'ezras Hashem, we will most likely, it might take two more Shirim or one more Shir, I'm not sure, but tomorrow night we'll go a little bit weiter, Be'ezras Hashem.